You think you've got issues? Hi, I'm Dr. Laurie Appel. Welcome to my podcast, where we will be talking about a variety of mental health issues, because, you know, we've all got issues. So lately, I've been really interested and curious about the relationship between nutrition and mental health. Actually, what fascinates me is the recent research around the connection between the brain and the gut. Many of the neurotransmitters in your brain that are responsible for controlling emotions are also produced by your gut cells and the microbes living there. For example, a large proportion of serotonin, which is the neurotransmitter that contributes to feelings of well-being, is produced in the gut. New research shows that certain probiotics can increase these neurotransmitters, the ones that are responsible for reducing anxiety and depression symptoms. In fact, that's why probiotics are sometimes referred to as psychobiotics. And gut microbes also play a role in your immune system and inflammatory responses. And we know that inflammation plays a role in disorders like depression and Alzheimer's disease. That means that what we eat and digest is just as important to our mental health as our physical health, which all brings me to our very special guest today. I met Jessica DeLuise when she was giving a presentation for a local television program, and I was so impressed by her. She is the founder of Eat Your Way to Wellness, a food and lifestyle-focused medical practice in Pennsylvania. Jessica is a physician assistant with a master's degree in health science and a certification in culinary medicine from Tulane University. She not only hosts an online video series on YouTube, but has also contributed to multimedia outlets throughout the United States as a food, medicine, and lifestyle expert. And she hosts the Food RX, a monthly live video on Instagram with Produce for Kids. Jessica has also collaborated with many brands to promote food wellness, such as Lava Yogurt, Indigro, Microgreens, and a host of others. What I loved about Jessica is that she is so passionate about helping others learn safe, practical, and delicious ways to use food as medicine. And she was gracious enough to agree to be a guest on today's podcast. So welcome, Jessica, and thank you so much for being here today. Yes, thanks for having me here on your podcast. I'm really excited. So first of all, let's start with the basics. Let's just define what you do. What exactly is a culinary medicine specialist? Yeah, so this is really exciting. So culinary medicine is a program that Tulane University created, and I'm, you know, a lot of other universities and schools have followed suit. But this is the approach to prevention, treatment, and weight loss through food of many chronic diseases, of uh, symptomatic complaints or things like this. So we were actually taking medical practitioners who, as you know, receive very, very little nutrition counseling during their training and providing them the opportunity to learn more and use food as really the first line of treatment for chronic disease, which is pretty amazing. I love that. Now you have your own company. So tell me a little bit about what is Eat Your Way to Wellness? Correct. So Eat Your Way to Wellness is a medical practice, actually, where I see private patients, and I have an integrative medicine physician as well, and we treat patients primarily through food and lifestyle. There's definitely prescriptions that are recommended, and we continue all of their outpatient medications you know, that the primary care provider has prescribed, but 
we teach them how to use food, quite frankly, as medicine. So whether they're having GI distress, sleeping issues, fatigue, we actually walk them through the process of checking all their micronutrient levels, assessing their organ and hormonal levels and their organ function. And then we treat them with food. We look at what they're eating every day and how can these foods be contributing to what they're feeling and how they're feeling. Now, do you see a lot of patients with anxiety and depression? I see a lot of patients with anxiety and depression. Sorry to interrupt you. Yes. Almost everybody, almost everybody has some level of anxiety and depression or sleep disturbance, believe it or not. Now, is that, well, and sleep disturbance is sometimes a symptom of anxiety and depression. Is that why they're coming to you or is it more of kind of an ancillary finding once you start seeing them about other issues? Yeah, that's a great question. I would say that the majority of people are coming to me because they don't feel good. And that is either emotionally or physically. Their first complaint usually is, what's your program? I want to lose weight. And, you know, and it's funny because I say this all the time and I have an online course that I, that's how I open the whole online course. Weight is a symptom. It is a symptom of what you're eating, what you're putting in your body, or it's a symptom of how well your thyroid is functioning how low, high, or deficient are you in vitamin D, for example, or B vitamins. So while I consider weight as a really important metric that we definitely monitor, we know obesity increases your risk for a variety of chronic diseases, including anxiety and depression, I never make that my main focus. I look at their bowel movements, their sleep, their stress, even you know what are their relationships like and how sexually active are they, right? All of these things contribute to either weight gain or inability to lose weight. I love that. It sounds like a really, really holistic approach. And that's what I find personally is missing in a lot of treatment is is that we're so kind of circumspect about what we're focused on rather than the whole person. And it sounds like you are really focused on the whole person. So let's dig a little deeper. Is there a standard approach that you take with mental health issues like anxiety and depression? Because I've been to a few conferences on nutrition because like I said, I'm fascinated by this. So I've been to these conferences on nutrition and mental health and all of them have mentioned things like omega-3 fatty acids and magnesium Mm -hmm. and B vitamins and the effect of, this is a big one, processed versus unprocessed foods. So I'd really like to hear more about your approach. So when I see new patients in my office and we initiate their care, almost every single patient starts at the same place. And that is assessing the level of inflammation. So you hit the nail on the head there because inflammation is not only a contributing factor to mental health, but it contributes to heart disease, diabetes, joint pain. And according to the CDC, seven out of 10 deaths are lifestyle and food related. They're inflammatory related and they can be modified. So that's pretty amazing. So once you assess and you look at their blood work, so I'm assuming that part of the whole process is, is that you get blood work. Absolutely. So test all their levels, you know, mm-hmm. like ammonia levels, B levels, everything. All that kind of stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so then what do you, you do? Do you design with supplements? Is it mostly food-based? And I also am like really fascinated to hear your thoughts on processed versus unprocessed foods. So go yeah. ahead. All great questions. All great questions. Yeah. So I tell my patients that it's going to be like drinking from a fire hydrant, but by the end of the three to six months, depending on which you know plan that we create for the patient, 
it will be so much easier and we'll have everything come to fruition. They'll really have a great handle on everything. But at first, it's a lot of information. So I see the patient, we check all of their blood work, all of their glandular function, micronutrient testing, food allergy testing. Sometimes we even go so far as to check organic acids, saliva, cortisol, just depending on what the patient tells me that they're experiencing. And then within that first week, they get a full head to toe plan. Everything from sleep support, whether that's weighted blankets, essential oil support, maybe they know somebody that sells essential oils, I'm not sure. We incorporate everything that they've asked for uh, to how are we supporting constipation? How are we supporting you know, uh, snack foods, right? They have their three o'clock snack and why are they having that three o'clock snack? So their head to toe plan includes all of that, very symptom specific. It also includes all of their calorie calculations. So for an active female of a certain age, this is the calorie count that you should be trying to consider. And of course, we don't restrict at all. So, you know, that's one big part of this is if you're hungry, eat, but what are you eating? And then it includes a food list, Lori. So I actually create a food list, recipe list, snack ideas, brand recommendation, links to products online. So that first plan is really, really inclusive. So they get a whole binder. And within that first week, we actually take the plan and go to the grocery store. And we look at, okay, so we're looking at calories, we're looking at fat content, how are we reading a nutrition label, where are these things coming from, what is the difference between cold pressed or expeller pressed oils and not, you know, just to hit on the fat that you had chatted about. So that's week one. <laughs> and it's a, a lot, lot, it's a lot, but it's, you know, it's for those people that are ready to make change. And I always remind them, this is not something you're gonna have to do every year. This is not something you're gonna have to do every month. This is something that you can do once and once you know, you never unknow, you know? So um, it's pretty amazing, it's pretty fantastic. And then once we get their blood work back and their allergy testing back, we can assess where we need to shift our path together, right? Once we, they incorporate those changes and they understand their barriers, maybe meal prepping X, Y, and Z meal is not conducive or this snack they really didn't care for, then we can really start to shift and modify and pivot. You know, I love that because I feel like a lot of the problem is, is that people get very excited initially, you know, like everybody joins the gym in January mm -hmm. and it very quickly dissipates. So, you know, their motivation level. So I right. love that you revisit then with somebody to troubleshoot, to say, okay, where were your blocks? Was it in that food prep was taking too long? Is it right. that you feel somehow deprived because you're not getting the sweet flavor that you want or right. that you're not right. getting certain foods that you crave? And how can we modify now this plan so that you can take this for the long run and not just have this be something that's going to peter out after a while. Right. And that is actually exactly what you said, that longevity and that really uh, adherence to the habits that they've created. I meet with people over the course of three to six months, and that is for good reason. That's because they need that support. They need that follow through. They need that coaching part of wellness, right? It's not just that I'm a medical practitioner. They really need someone to be able to pick up their phone and text when they're at the grocery store at 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning and say, which chicken was it again? You know, so that part of my, of how I work with patients is really, really helpful for ingraining this, these positive habits in their lifestyle. And then going back to mental health, of course, that's a component that we discuss part of that initial plan. And I am pretty much, um, mono vision when it comes to therapy or mindfulness, I think that that has to be included. I think that cognitive behavioral therapy, seeing a therapist, a psychiatrist, whatever, whoever you decide to see in the mental health world um, is integral. So I, I really, really do strongly encourage, encourage that. 
Well, it's interesting that you say that because from my perspective as a psychologist, you know, I see so many people and I see that their lifestyle and what they put in their bodies in lack of uh, activity or or you know, um, lack of good nutrition has such an impact oh, yeah. on their health and their well-being, on their mm-hmm. energy level. And it's a cycle because if they're not eating well and they're not active, then that's going to contribute to sluggishness or sleep, uh, which contributes to depression and lethargy and anxiety. So it goes both ways. So I can do all the therapy in the world, but if you're still living a really unhealthy lifestyle, then you're not going to maximize your potential to get well. Right. And Eat Your Way to Wellness, in my opinion, is all about practical choices and changes and things like this, but it's understanding. It's watching the light bulb go off in somebody's brain and understanding how food actually affects their body and their mental health. So I always try to explain, you know, think about your neurologic system. It's like a bowling alley. And this is an exact quote that I use with my patients. It's like a bowling alley. Those kitty bumpers that go up on the side of your bowling alley, on the side of your lane, is the fat that surrounds every single nerve ending in your body. So you obviously wanna make sure that that fat that you're eating is quality, right? Because it's going to affect so intimately how your neurologic and brain functions. And that's just, that's just one example. And then I talked to them about, you know, you mentioned serotonin, of course, hormones, neurotransmitters, cells in our body, it's all fat. So, you know, fat's a, a concern. Think about sugar, you eat sugar, you get a high. That's a neurotransmitter. You get that rush of dopamine. Dopamine, dopamine right. Your insulin's released, your sugar drops to the floor, and you're cranky again, and you're hungry again. So if they understand this, I find they're so much more willing to make those positive choices and changes than me just saying, you should eat more omega-3s. Well, no I one needs, you know, education, education is yeah. key is informing yeah. them. And I love, and I'm a huge user and people who've listened to my podcast. No, I love analogies. So I love that you use a bowling analogy because I like to use analogies. I feel like when people see things mm-hmm. visually, they can understand it much, much better. Yes. So, you know, this sounds wonderful. I, would you be willing to just tell us some stories about clients that you've worked with and some of the differences that you've seen in them after they've changed their lifestyle and their diet? Yes. And I'm, I'm going to, I'll open it up beyond mental health if that's okay. Sure. I, you know, I see a gamut of individuals. I really do. I see young, old, male, female with a variety of complaints. Some of the most recent success stories, I had somebody who came to me in May, just before the summer. She was planning a girl's weekend for this fall. And she recognized that she had to start early to make these positive changes there were these white pants, these white pants. She put, she put these white pants on a hanger in her room just so she could motivate herself. (laughs) Anyway, she, she, you know, it's so funny. People have all of these different goals in mind. And I think that's important too, to have goals. And once you've reached that goal, set another goal, right? It continues to remind you of why you're making those changes, whether that's your grandkids or whatever. So she, she finally did uh, go to wine country in her white pants and she was ecstatic. I had a young man who came to me about to enter his senior year of college who was a swimmer, an athlete, and he was having stomach aches every day, so much so that he couldn't perform. He was on swimming trips and, and couldn't perform the way he wanted to. And we, he came to me at the beginning of the summer. He went back to school, and I checked in with him around um, Thanksgiving time, and he's had zero stomach aches since he's back at school. And he just texted me that while they were on a trip, he cooked for his entire team with some of the recipes that we had learned with one another. So that was a really great text message to receive. Um, 
let's think about one more. I actually, this one, uh, one of my favorite clients to have worked with over the past few years, she has lost about 60 or so pounds. And she, about a year ago, told me, she didn't tell me while we were working together. She told me after the fact that she had considered taking her own life. And she was so depressed, um, just a variety of family issues. She moved across country. Her husband lost his job, the whole thing. So she decided to make positive change, start her business. She's lost about 60 or 70 so pounds. And she said, it's amazing that in this past year, I find hope in the day to day. I want to wake up the following morning. And that was really powerful to hear. That's wonderful. And you know, I've sent, I, I've, I'm trying to send a few of my patients your way because I also feel that there are chronic medical issues, whether it's pain issues or we know that, like you mm-hmm. said, a lot of these medical issues, the underlying contributing or, or one of the mitigating factors is inflammation. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's so important that if you get that under control, or even if you can turn the dial down on that, it makes us such a huge difference in a person's yeah. life. And once yeah. you start seeing, like you said, once you reach little goals or start making little steps toward progress, that motivates you to keep moving forward. Yes. So you know I have you um, as, as a person that I love to refer people to. This was really, really informative. So let me know, how can people, if they want to find you, uh, most of my listeners are from the uh, East Coast Jersey area, so not that far from you. How can they find you if they want a consultation? Thank you for, for telling everybody my information. So eatyourwaytowellness.com is, so just spelled out all full words, eatyourwaytowellness.com. And you can find there my online courses. So whether you're at the stage in wellness where you're just ready to, you know, dip your toes in the water. I have an online course. I also have a television show that premiered on January 18th on PHL 17. And that's a, thank you. Thank you. That's a 10 episode season. So every single episode is geared toward a specific health topic. You can find that right on the website as well. So, or you're ready, ready to, you know, dive into the deep end and then come to me as a private patient. You can find all that information right there at eatyourwaytowellness.com. That is fantastic. Jessica, thank you so, so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. All right. Well, that's it for today's podcast. I'm Dr. Laurie, and thank you for listening. Dr. Laurie Appel is a licensed psychologist in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. Her license and practice information is available on her website, lauriepelpsyd.com. All information provided on Dr. Laurie's podcast is solely for educational and informational purposes and is not meant to serve as psychological counseling. If you have personal issues you would like to explore, please contact a licensed mental health professional in your state.